Welcome to Linda's Life Lessons Podcast. As a teaching professor, my students often tell me that their favorite part of class was when I chatted with them in what they called Linda's Life Lessons. I would take five or 10 minutes at some point in class, not every day, and chat about things that had come up, maybe in one-on-one meetings with students in my office or a question asked in class. There's pretty much nothing out of bounds. We talk about it. In these podcasts, I share tips for students and parents, helpful guidance through the college years, and a few stories along the way. We chat about situations students have found themselves in and how we navigated it. Along the way, we talk about some do's and don'ts for parents, too. Okay, let's get started. Welcome to Linda's Life Lessons Podcast. In this episode, we chat about friends, meeting people, making friends, being a friend, nurturing friendships, and relationships, despite being busy with the rest of life stuff. Today's discussions come to you directly from the concerns my students have shared with me. Honestly, this concern was something of a surprise to me. Learning how concerned, how anxious, how scared people are about making friends and building relationships was as heartbreaking as it was surprising to me. And then I thought about it, about my own life, how I transitioned through some of these stages myself. And then I thought about it, about my own life, how I transitioned through some of these stages myself, and how things today may be different. I always love a fresh start. I find it super exhilarating when I have an opportunity to begin something new. The prospect of a new semester? Super exciting for certain. At the same time, I'm terrified. I know this probably doesn't make much sense. How can I be excited for the new thing, yet terrified? It happens at the beginning of every semester with each group of students. Each of my classes is a group of about 30 new people, strangers. Honestly, the first days of class are exciting and terrifying and incredibly stressful as I work to build a relationship with each section of students. Each group of students has a different vibe, a different energy, a different feel. In the early days of the semester, I work to build connections. No, my goal isn't to befriend my students, but I am trying to build relationships. How do I do this? I start by sharing bits about myself. I make efforts to notice things about them and engage with them. I listen and interact with them. While this is a different type of relationship, professor and student, versus building a friendship, there are parallels. At the end of every semester, I always have a few students who end up being friends with me. So I know that what I do to build a relationship also can end up as the start of a friendship. The thing is, the people you are good friends with often evolve and change as you move through your life. The people you connect deeply with in one stage of your life, you'll potentially feel less connected with them as you move to a new phase in your life. It doesn't mean that you have had a falling out or anything like that. It's just that you no longer have quite as much in common. The people you hang out with and do things with in college might very well change as you move into your professional life. Why? Well, the fun, entertaining antics that made someone a blast to hang out with in college may not be the person you want to be with while you're building your career. You might want to align yourself with someone who is interested in doing the same thing, maybe takes things a little more seriously, maybe someone who is approaching their job with the same level of commitment as yourself. People change. We grow. We evolve. The friends, the people I hung out with before I had children and built a family life, they're still friends, 
But our lives changed so much. They moved, I moved, they built a life in their new city, at their new place of business, so we don't get together like we once did. When we're lucky, and I've been very lucky in this, we have friends that, no matter how long we go without spending time together, the minute we're together again, everything else falls away. We resume our friendship exactly where we left off. Yes, things have happened while we've been apart, but none of that matters. We visit and reconnect and celebrate and are there for each other once again. These are the friendships I treasure. Realistically, the way the world is today, not many people stay in one place for their entire life. We move around to new jobs, to new communities. Friendships that just pick up where they were without resentment or angst over things that we were or weren't included in, where we're just together again, these types of friendships are a gift in our lives. So give yourself grace. Don't necessarily expect that the friends you make today are going to be lifelong friends. They might be, but they might not be, and that's okay. It's just fine to have friends who are only in your life for a certain period of time. It's not a failing. It's just that lives move in different directions. There are many people, many friendships that I reflect on, always with a smile of remembrance and a savoring of the happy memories. We were in each other's lives and enjoyed each other for a period of time, and then we moved on. This is just an honest look at how friendships can change. For me, the big friendship, my big relationship, is with my husband. As our relationship deepened, he became my best friend, my go-to person, which meant that I wasn't necessarily looking to other people to fill that role. I still have close friends, but my husband and my children are my most important relationships, the places I pour most of my energy into. Okay. Let's look at and talk through some of the individual concerns my students shared with me because they might align with your concerns. What do you do if it seems like all the people you meet are only interested in partying and you aren't? Honestly, this is something that I still deal with even at this stage of my life. I'm not a big drinker, not a big partier in that sense. When I was young, most often I was the person who figured out how to make one drink last an entire evening. I've certainly had my instances of being overserved, but those occasions filled me with self-loathing because of how lousy I felt the next day, knowing that it was self-inflicted. That alone is enough to keep me from drinking to excess. The reality is, college can feel like people are doing nothing but party. And certainly, partying is a thing. For some people, it's a rite of passage. If that isn't you, what then? Well, you might try to find groups that engage in things that you value, that are important to you. If you love animals, find a way to volunteer and spend time with animals. If you love a particular sport or activity, find a group that does that. Might there be partying? Of course, but hopefully it won't be the focus. My youngest son wasn't and isn't a big drinker. He was a dedicated student. On the weekends and sometimes during the week, he did go out with his friends. They drank. He didn't. He became the go-to designated driver. He stayed out until bar time and always drove everyone home. This suited him very well because he's a natural night owl. This wouldn't work for me. I'm an early bird. Staying up until bar time doesn't come easily to me. But for my son, this was great. Here was a group of people who were up as late as he was. He built deep and lasting relationships while he played pool into the wee hours of the morning, while he drank nothing but Coca-Cola. The beauty was that, and this is key, none of the group he hung out with not one person pressured him to drink along with them. It didn't matter to them that he didn't drink. 
That's the important piece of this, that if you're a person who doesn't want to party in that manner and you're hanging with people who do, you want to make sure that they are okay with you not engaging in the same activities as them just because you choose not to. There was a time when my son did hang around with a group that wasn't as accepting of his non-drinking. They were mainly the friends of a person he was dating, and for them it was a problem when he didn't want to drink. It wasn't necessarily easy for him. We had a number of conversations about this, but he held true to what he wanted to do, to what was important to him. In the end, he didn't have much in common with most of the people in that group, so when the dating relationship ended, he didn't see most of them again. At this stage of life, I'm not super interested in drinking much more than a glass of wine with dinner. I've learned to push back when people are pressuring me to drink more. It took me a while to get to that point. And I've had my share of people tell me that I'm no fun because I won't party with them in the same way they do. I've learned to be okay with that. But it was a journey to get there. I'm not going to pretend otherwise. Be patient. You will find your people. Above all, stay true to who you are, what you want, and what you don't want. And yes, I get the whole FOMO thing, fear of missing out. I'm not immune from that myself. But let's be real. Are the people who would pressure you into doing something you aren't really interested in doing, are these the people who you want to be with through thick and thin? My answer is no. Because if they're pressuring me to do something I really don't want to do, then I know they don't respect me and my boundaries, which means that at some point, the relationship is going to fizzle. If you're someone who really values your grade and who works hard at doing well at being a student, I can assure you that there are many other students who value the same thing. Now, where might you find them? Go to the places where people are studying. You'll find them during the day or late afternoon. These are the people who approach being a student in a similar way as you do. They work at it in a dedicated fashion. It's a common ground for you to start building a relationship. Here's another comment from a student. Is this the place to make lasting friendships? I feel like I know a lot of people here, but I can't say I care for most of them. I realistically have one true close friend here. Everyone sells college as this idea where you'll meet people you'll know for the rest of your life. Friendships that are true and long-lasting. I've lost touch already with many of the people I hung out with in the dorms last year. I think I have a lot of acquaintances here. I just don't feel a close bond with any of them. It makes me look inward if there is just something wrong with me. That sort of thinking usually leads to a downhill spiral of just self-loathing. And in this same vein, here are some additional concerns. One concern I have about being a college student would be meeting new people. I'm a very shy person and have anxiety about talking to people. I was worried about this being a problem because if you ask anyone about going to college, meeting new people is the main goal. And another person. A concern I have as a college student is the social anxiety that comes along with meeting new people. Even though I enjoy meeting new people and sharing new experiences, it was difficult to leave friends I've created bonds with over the years and come to a new city where everyone is starting fresh. This concerns me because it's a frightening feeling to leave behind the person everyone used to know you as and create a new persona of who you are to an entirely new group of people. And here are some more comments. A concern I had coming into college was not being able to make friends. I am from a small town and have been surrounded by the same people for my entire life. I had no experience making new friends. I really had to focus on putting myself out there any chance I could in order to make friends. Another person. I worry about not being able to make friends. 
I am generally a social person with my current friends and when I'm forced to talk to new people. However, I get nervous when trying to start a conversation with someone else when I don't have a reason to talk to them. Another person. Coming to college, I was concerned about making friends. Leaving the comfort of my friends at home was a scary thought. My friends and I from high school were all so close, and I was nervous that I would not click with anyone in college or that my friendships from high school would dwindle to nothing. I was terrified of rejection and not forming new connections and friendships. Okay, let's address these concerns. Not everyone you meet is going to be a close friend. Having one true close friend, that's gold in my world. College is a place where you meet people for certain, but many of the people will just be acquaintances. And it needs to be that way because you simply don't have time to cultivate relationships, friendships with tons of people. The demands of your classes and other activities mean that you don't have a lot of extra time. But as you get further into your career path, you'll find that you have more in common with the people in your classes because you share the same major. You will build relationships with them because it is likely that they'll be in a number of classes with you. This doesn't happen until some point in your junior year. Prior to that, you might overlap with one or two people in one or two classes. So look for relationships to deepen as you get further into your degree program. This happens naturally because you're spending more time with people because they're in the same classes as you. And honestly, if what you have is one close friend, that's a lot. It's a matter of perspective, but one friend who gets you is so much better than dozens of people who are basically acquaintances. Really. Might you be disappointed when a relationship doesn't work out the way you thought it would? Of course, but it's the ups and downs of life that shape us as a person. Every person you meet isn't going to be the one for you, but you will learn something about yourself from each relationship you have. Here's more from another student. Maintaining healthy relationships in college can be hard. Due to stress and anxiety, maintaining a good attitude with other people can be challenging. I have found creating new relationships and maintaining the ones already made can be difficult. The biggest concern is what will happen to these relationships when college is over and I move into the real world. Will I be able to maintain good friends for the rest of my life? Will I be able to find the person of my dreams to spend the rest of my life with? I've sort of already talked about this one, but let's give it another go. Honestly, this one feels like you are putting a lot of pressure on yourself. You're 21-ish years old. You have so much life to live. Yes, there are people who meet the person in college who they end up marrying, but more and more people are waiting to marry until they're close to 30 or into their 30s. Give yourself grace and breathing space. Take time to figure out who you are before you get so concerned about meeting your life partner. As I talked about before, you're going to go through phases. A few years out of college, maybe you'll find you stay in touch with just a few of the people you met in college. That's being realistic. You'll be meeting new people who you are now working with or people who live in your new community. I guess what I'm trying to share with you is that you're going to continue to meet people for the rest of your life. Some of them will click with you and you'll become close friends. Others, they'll just be acquaintances who you maybe occasionally do things with, but you don't invest large amounts of time into building a relationship. Mostly, just be you. Don't try to be someone you aren't. Talk to the people around you. Extend yourself just a little. Yes, I know you might be an introverted personality, where meeting and talking to new people is challenging and even scary for you. 
So start small, where you just say hi to one new person each day. And when you see them again the next day, you say hi again. And then you work up to exchanging pleasantries, saying a bit more than hi, like how was your weekend or what did you do last night, to where eventually maybe you see if the person wants to do something together. Build things up gradually so it doesn't feel quite so scary for you. And here are the concerns another person shared with me. I stress about the idea of moving away from my family. I've always planned on moving states after college, but as it gets closer, I worry more about how it is going to be living so far from important people. It is also stressful to think about being in a new place, completely by myself, and feeling unprepared to live on my own. I feel like I still rely on my parents so much that living far from them seems scary. In terms of my friendships, I also stress about a time when I don't live near them. It is easy to stay in touch with them when we all live in the same place, but it will get harder once we all move away. I wonder about how I'm going to keep up with all of them and who I will still talk to years from now. Sometimes I also stress about interactions I have with friends and I overthink everything I say and do. I replay interactions I have with people in my brain to make sure I didn't say anything hurtful. I want to encourage you to give yourself some grace. Take things one step, one stage at a time. You're worrying about so much. And for real, so much of this just sorts itself out. Moving away from family and friends, of course, it's scary. It's not easy to move away from your family and friends, but it's easier than it has ever been before because you have so much technology available to help you stay connected. And nothing says you have to stay away forever. Maybe you end up living far away for just a few years. And if you decide it's too much to be so far away from the people you love, then you can always find a job closer to your people. You have so many options. The time to explore where you want to live, the different type of work you might want to do, the time to try out different things is when you're young. It's a whole lot easier to move, to switch jobs and such, when you're single and relatively unencumbered. I hope you've found meaning in this chat about making friends. May I ask a favor? If you found value in this episode, please share it with your friends and please subscribe to the Linda's Life Lessons podcast. Take a moment to write a review. Connect with me on Facebook and Instagram. Be sure to find your happy. Love what you do and make a difference. See you next week. When I'm teaching, I end the week of classes with this message that I will now leave with you, my friend. Have a lovely, fantastic, and fun weekend, and please come back to me safely. See you next time.